0: Being strong also gives you just a sense of confidence that you know you can handle a lot of things and and not have to like depend on someone else to always help you with every single thing.
1: Hi, my name is Cherie, and this is Life is Cherry. Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Life is Cherry. I am so excited today. You guys get to meet somebody who actually motivated me and inspired me to get started with everything I've been doing. And I wanna share our story of how we met and how she inspired me. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her. So I'm gonna bring on my friend Edie LaBelle and she is amazing. She has so many great things that she puts out to everybody to help everybody to live a better life. And so she's so in line with everything that I want for you guys and for my family and for myself and i'm so excited to introduce you to her so let me bring her on here hello Edie. how are you good how are you thanks for having me i'm doing great you're welcome it's a pleasure for me to have you on actually so I just want to get started. I actually picked this um, background. It's actually from Kona area where you and I had met. So everybody, I met Edie in Hawaii when I lived in Hawaii. She was a friend of an amazing friend of mine as well, and we were connected that way. And so um, Hawaii's always been such a special place to me, even though I had to move back. But you're one of the most amazing things that came out of me living there. So I'm really excited to have you on. So tell us a little bit about you.
0: Well, um, I just try to live each moment, like take it in and, and enjoy each moment. Um, I'm 51, so I've had a lot of them, <laughs> but, uh, I currently am living in Idaho and the zip code of my choice. And so I've traveled a lot and ended up right back where I was raised. So I'm in North Idaho. Um, I have three kids. They're all grown and adults and have jobs. I'm super proud of that. Go kids. Um, <laughs> and married 27 years almost this month to be 27. Wow. Um, happily married and just really enjoying um, getting in touch with the most authentic version of myself. And and a lot of that is revol- revolves around um, experiencing life. Being athletic, continuing to challenge myself with what I can do, um, I'm. I've always been really high energy and and very productive, and that's important to me. I know it's not important to everyone, and I've learned to like let everyone do their thing, how they do it, and not like compare, which is super fun and freeing. But for yeah. me, a full life is a very full life, and so I love that. Like this morning, I already gave my friend a ride to another city to work. And I already took an hour long bike ride and did some other chores. And, you know, it's just a full life. And I plan to swim today and take my daughter boating and um, just busy, like our summers are on the lakes and rivers and hiking and swimming and that kind of thing. And our winters are skiing and um, a lot of traveling. So I'll be going back to Hawaii um, again this year. And I I have a great story about that, a real quick one. that kind of ties in with my message today too, but yeah, I just I'm kind of an adventurous person and very loyal to my friends and family, and have learned to um, kind of put together the best of me and let everyone be the best of them all at the same time. And it's it's been really fun to to get to that place. And uh, I would say that I'm a recovering people pleaser and a recovering control freak, <laughs> and so. <laughs> I'm not that anymore, but, you know, lived a lot of years in that realm of, of just trying to like change everything. And now it's like, ah, oh, let it be and um, just do the inside work. And it's been really freeing.
1: I love that because what our
0: topic today
1: is dropping excuses. And I love that you talk about being able to live in the zip code that you want to live in. I mean, you have been able to accomplish so many things that I... I am just so amazed because they're in so many other, so many different areas, right? Like, usually somebody's really good at business, somebody's might be really good at fitness, but they can't handle the other aspects in life. And you're someone that I've always seen that kind of embodies all of that. And to be able to say, hey, I live where I want to live and I get to fill my day with whatever I want to fill it with is. I think everybody wants to be. And I just love that about you. And you can see that through everything that you post because you're just so grateful and so appreciative to the life that you have and and the way that you serve people is just amazing. Um, So, one of the things that I wanted to talk to people about is so, in my journey, I was very inspired by you. And it came one night just sitting in the backyard of our friend's house. And just chatting about life. And you told me about your fitness journey. Now, one of the things I have to ask you is you were telling me in your bio that you were in college for some sport of some kind. What was that all about?
0: So back in um, elementary and, and middle school and high school, I was a sprinter jumper and i did a lot of other sports too i did volleyball and basketball but in track i really excelled as a sprinter jumper and then i became a woman in eighth grade and the sprinting didn't quite keep up as fast with the other girls that were you know a little lighter on their feet so to speak and um i was still doing pretty good with the jumps but um you know there were people out jumping me eventually and so um, my sophomore year I was super offended when the coach came up and put his hand on my gigantic shoulder and said, "Dagman, you have some big shoulders. You should try shot put." And oh, like <laughs> you could have like carved my heart out and stomped on it in that moment because I had so much preconceptions that were wrong about what that meant. And yeah. so I felt like I was being called overweight in that moment. I felt all these weird emotions, but I was like, whatever, I'll try it. And I got like second place my first time. And I'm like, well, I guess it can't be that bad. It's putting points on the board. And so I started transition to more throwing and got really, really good at it and end up getting um, almost the school record in high school, but passing everyone in the area, getting gold medals all the time. I still was jumping and I was getting gold medals as a high jumper and did get that school record. Um, Not sprinting as much, a little bit, but then... My first day of college, I was registering and I wasn't going to do college because I didn't think I was good enough. And um, my friend's like, you got to sign up. You even get credits for PE if you're on the track team. I'm like, really? And so (laughs) um, I signed up. I walked on my very first throw of the very first meet of my very first college anything. I popped this crazy personal record, broke their indoor school record, earned a scholarship. My, My coach came up to me and he's like, Hey, I want to introduce myself. I guess you're on the team. And I had driven myself to the meet cause you know, it's college. And, um, he's like, you're getting a scholarship now. I'm like, awesome. He's like, you broke the record. I'm like, awesome. And, um, I had worked my butt off in that sport. And so it was just like this amazing, like job well done that I could not believe happened because at once I decided to do it, I was all in and, and the, I had great coaches all through high school. And as a matter of fact, one of the coaches, um, I found out later coached a guy that ended up in the Olympics. So just, it was just this fun thing. And I I learned to appreciate the explosiveness of it and that it didn't automatically mean that I was, you know, this obese athlete, but (laughs) yeah, so uh, that that's my shot put story that. I I've done like shot put. <laughs>
1: I was wondering because you didn't mention what it was.
0: <laughs> but I did do high jump in college, also and javelin and discus, and it was super fun. But I excelled in shot put and that's where I got my records and my scholarship.
1: That's awesome though. We all have those things that we've all had as like those things that people say that make us feel worse about ourselves, but maybe they are a compliment, right? Like I have this weird issue with my hands. Like I remember I played sports all through high school, right? And I would play basketball. And there was one day I wanted to go get my nails done because I was going to prom and I was like, so excited to get my nails done. And I get my nails done and I'm looking at my hands and I'm like, they look like guy hands. Like I seriously felt like they just looked so awful. And I told my dad, I was like, I'm like, do I think my, my hands look like guy hands. And my dad was like, well, one day you'll have feminine hands. And I was like, wah, wah, wah. Like, <laughs> like my dad had no idea what he was saying to me, right? Like he didn't realize that he just played into all of those things that I was already thinking. But, you know, he, he wanted to make me feel better. But for me as a woman, like I I just I was too young to be able to see what he meant by it, you know, so that's something that I'll never forget. And it's such a silly story for me. but. But I mean, you should be proud of that. I mean, I know. I mean, be proud, yeah. stand tall. That's an amazing accomplishment because I mean, how many people get to go to college and have their college paid for? That's pretty yeah. really amazing. So, so I kind of want to roll right into also what gift did you give yourself for your 50th and kind of that story? Cause that's kind of how the story that we talked about in Hawaii and what, what got me motivated to go down my path. And I kind of love it. It's one of my favorites. I actually share it with so many people. So I'm excited to have it come from you so that others. can okay. you.
0: So, um, going back before my 50th to 2015, um, one of my friends challenged me to jump in a figure competition, which I'd never even watched one. So I'm like, okay, I must be good at that too. You know, I just have this, (laughs) (laughs) like, I could do anything. And it was so hard. Like my coach was like, Edie, this is not a suggestion. You have to do everything on here and eat it perfectly. this is not like, maybe this is like what you're eating. I'm like, Oh, I thought it was kind of a suggestion. Yeah. (laughs) So, Anyway, I got serious about it and got on stage my first show. And backstage, there was a lady who had just turned 50. And so I was talking to everyone and chatting up a storm like, so how many shows have you done? So how many shows have you done? So how many shows have you done? Ah. And um, this lady was like, well, I, I did a few, you know, a few years ago. And I always told myself I was gonna do another when I turned 50 and I was 44 at the time. And I'm like, that's so cool. I'm doing that. And so I just made this decision Um, At the time, six years prior. And so that was seven years ago. And I just was like, I'm doing it. And um, so I knew that I would have to start getting ready way before the actual show. So I got with the trainer and um, told her my goals and told her, you know, I I definitely want to be ready for the April shows and be able to um, do several shows that spring that i turned 50 and so the timing was literally perfect like my birthday came early april and then there was show 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 and i won them all and it was so fun um the new thing i got my trophy to show everyone um the new thing that we released in the northwest is the triple crown and so this is my trophy you can't really see it there's like big shiny ring light on it. Um, but <laughs> anyway, so I had already won Spokane when they announced this. I'm like, well, I obviously need to win three cities if there's a new award. So it was super fun and um, definitely a challenge. You, There's a lot that goes into it. Anyone who's been around a competitor or has competed themselves knows that it's like perfect supplementation, perfect water, perfect sleep, perfect rest, perfect recovery, perfect eating, perfect like getting your lifts in and perfect cardio. And then when you put that all together, you end up with this, we call it package, your, your physique, you end up with this package that you just can't believe that can happen in about 12 weeks. So that was super fun.
1: Wow. And you, I bet you during that time. So how many, I guess, how many months or how many years does it take you to train for one? Stage, so like to get up. Normally stage.
0: most people can get ready in about 12 weeks. So about, about, um, three months, mm-hmm. I usually give myself a little more at this time, depending on, you know, where I'm at and how much muscle I want to put on and how much fat I want to carve out. But, um, anywhere from three to six months, don't try to do it less than three months. So at least three.
1: Yeah. And so just so everybody knows, like for her birthday, she wanted to gift herself to be able to get up on stage and win these competitions. How many did you win again? Three. Three. That is awesome. That is so cool. Well, it's and- actually
0: four because on one show in Missoula, I entered over 50 and over 45. So because I'm both, so I got that mm-hmm. trophy too.
1: Awesome. Yeah. I love it. So tell me about how like what kind of of excuses were you making at those times? That would be, or were you pretty strict to it? Was it something that was pretty easy for you to stay stuck, like to stick to, or was it something that you had to get through those excuses at that moment in your life?
0: So once I hired a trainer and like invested in the program, invested in myself. And once I really understood the program, um, I would say it's pretty easy for me to drop my excuses because it's like, I'm all in. And so I, I tend to be an all or nothing person, which definitely has um, strengths and weaknesses in, in that. Like I've, I've learned the the pitfalls of being an all or nothing person, but as far as for this being all in is very important. And, you know, you you don't want to bring to the stage any memory of like, Oh man, but I could have, followed my trainer better. Oh man, I didn't do all my cardio. Oh man, I didn't follow all what they told me to eat because then whatever place you place, you're like, Hey, I did my very best. I followed it to a T. I trusted my trainer. If you know, if you end up with fifth, great because you did your best. But if you end up with second and you didn't do your best, it will haunt you because you're like, Oh my gosh, I totally could have got first if I had only. And so uh, they really taught us that psychology with um, some some of the trainers I've worked with. They're like, you just have to like know that who's ever winning, they didn't eat that extra cookie. Like, they did all their cardio. So somebody's out training you if you're not doing your best. So yeah, I I think I just developed that mindset that I'm all in. I'm gonna do my very best. And I yeah, my excuses were probably all the years that I wasn't exercising, like the 20 years I didn't go to the gym from 1993 to 2013. Those were when I had all the excuses.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I love you with your bio that you gave me. You were also talking about how you went from being what you called a fluffy mom or like a different mom than you are today, right? And so kind of talk about that in that journey for you.
0: So I just feel like, the whole world's kind of waking up to how much like body image baloney has been fed to the masses, both to women of what they should look like and both to men of what a woman should like. Like it's so much garbage, right? So part of my journey of hearing that garbage and seeing that garbage, was having some of the athletes that I'd gone to high school with that were a little older than me end up being models in Paris, getting a big full page ad in our local little paper, not ad, um, story in our local paper. And then going into detail about how to be this model, she had to lose muscle and blah, blah, blah. And it messed with my head. And I allowed that in. I allowed that to like, kind of self loathe all the muscle that God gifted me with. Cause I, I naturally put on muscle a little easier than the average woman. Um, and it was like, okay, I'll just avoid the gym. Like if that's what it takes to be amazing, I guess she's amazing. She's in the newspaper. And I was just so immature and just in such a different place, you know, 19 years old or so. Um, right out that's of high That's such
1: a huge thing. I mean, yeah. that's what has happened to so many of us. And even with the journey that I'm taking, like I have to really just throw away everything I ever learned about being fit and being healthy because everything, like we have so many things that are coming out at, at us every day, you know, social media, YouTube, like it's coming at us in so many different directions. And we're just like, Oh, that's shiny. That's shiny. I need to do this. I need to do that. So I think it still is a huge thing that plays in many of our lives. And that's part of my journey is I want to be able to show people how to live a healthier life in the way that you found. So keep going. I'm loving this story. (laughs) Well,
0: it, the, the part about it that's so heartbreaking and sad is that like, instead of, even having a concept of like, well, I need to take good care of myself. It was like, I just need to not work out, which that doesn't even make sense because like taking care of yourself is having a measure of athleticism and doing things with your body and large body movements. So, um, I avoided the gym for, you know, 20 years, wouldn't set foot in it. Um, just got fluffier and fluffier and fluffier found a group of people that were, um, at least nu- nutrition wise on point in 2000, just, I could do more things and it became more active. And then I was surrounding myself with more and more like-minded people that wanted a better life. And so eventually I was like, okay, I don't need to be afraid of muscle. I should work out and, and be an example in more areas of my life than just eating right and taking the right supplements and, and dreaming big. Cause I was really good at those things. So 2013, I decided to get back in the gym at least one day a week. That went to two days a week really fast, and then that just like cascaded into you know what? This is really who I am, and I love sculpting. I love um, everything about being healthy. And and initially, it was for my bones because I heard that you had to do either strength weight 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 bearing exercises, strength training, or jump training in order to have stronger bones. And my mom had already had brittle bones and had broken some, and I didn't want to regret like, I was like 40, 39, 40, somewhere around there. I didn't want to regret when I was like in my seventies, what I wasn't doing in my forties. So I had to change. And so got back in the gym, started just really finding my people, finding my tribe, finding people that... I vibed with and stopped hating muscle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny. So you said a few things in there that I want to point out. So one of the things with the bone density, I mean, as women, we lose so much of our bone density as we get older. And it's such a big thing that we need to think about in our late third, at least in our late thirties, early forties, you know, before we do get older so that we can have that the bone, our bones in the right mass, so that we can live a better life when we're older. Um, but then also, I love how you're talking about finding your tribe because I think there's such a lost um, tribe of people who want to really live a healthy life. And and we're not talking about having to be a being able to get up on stage and compete. That's not. <laughs> I like to tell people that because I I'm not out here trying to push for everybody to have the perfect body. I want everybody to just find that next step to a healthier, them healthier version of them. Because when you find that tribe of people who aren't afraid to enjoy the fitness in life, there's so many different things in your life that open up to you and so many different experiences. You know, I have family members that missed out on a lot of experiences in life because they let their weight get in the way. And sometimes it wasn't even that they couldn't do it. It was just because they didn't like the way they look. And so I really try to help people to understand that they really need to love themselves. You know, no matter what size you're at, you have to love yourself. And then when you can love yourself, then you're going to give yourself more of what you need to be a healthier you and start working towards it because it's just a little bit every day. But when you find somebody in your tribe, hold on to them because it makes it so much easier to live that life where you don't have friends that are like putting you down for building muscle or You know, one of the things that has been hard for me sometimes is people will be like, oh, why would you want to build muscle? You're a girl, you know, and it's just like they like they're so afraid that we're going to become like these monster like hulks. Right. If we start building muscle and it's actually opposite. I mean, you actually lean down so much faster when you build muscle. And I don't think a lot of people realize that, but just being in the tribe of people. Like I think that's so important. I love that you talked about that because that's been a huge step for me in my journey and everybody's motivating me, even though you guys are telling me that I'm motivating you, you guys are motivating me to keep going because of everything that you guys give back to me. So yeah.
0: Well, and one of the best analogies that I heard recently, I'm sure you guys have heard it. It's, it's pop, popped up in several places. It's like we're like the only species that assumes that just because you're female, you're going to be so much less strong. Like you have a really strong lion and a really strong lioness. You wouldn't be like, Oh, pff, I'm not afraid of that one. It's just the girl lion. Like you're still going to be afraid. <laughs> it's a lion. Right. Yeah. And so like being the strongest version of ourselves, I think is so valuable for so many things. Like, for a long time, I had twins. I was carrying two babies around and that makes a woman strong. They're car- You're carrying in whatever to serve your family. Like if you're the mom that is the grocery shopping mom, like for me, it's like being strong to be able to keep up with the, the yard I have and the, the lifestyle that I want to create. Uh, I like that I have especially the core strength to not get hurt. Um, being strong also gives you just a sense of confidence that, you know, you can handle a lot of things and, and not have to like depend on someone else to always help you with every single thing. So I feel like, you know, if, if we're going to talk about like personal, uh, physical characteristics, you know, if we're going to say muscles are masculine, that's silly because your heart's a muscle. Like everybody needs muscle. Like that's really silly yeah. to think of it as a masculine thing. Oh, you don't need a heart. You're a girl. That's silly. <laughs> we need our muscles. Like we need them. We need our legs to get us up staircases and,
1: yeah.
0: you know, just all of that. So um, I think there is such a thing as masculine energy and feminine energy, but that has nothing to do with muscle. Like muscles are not for boys or for girls. They're for all humans, all animals, like anything with a pumping heart, that's a giant muscle. So I had to really get over that whole thing because I, like I said, I do put on muscle easily and I had huge hangups around it and hangups around people talking about it. Like, oh, do you work out? Oh, are you a trainer? Uh," You know, and it's like, you know, it's normal for people to comment because As time goes on and the average person becomes more obese, you know, somebody who is fit does stand out. So of course people are going to say something because either they're admiring it or they're jealous and that's just normal that they're going to make a comment. So I had to like let go of that and just go, well, it's, that's part of my journey is people are probably going to talk and they do. So
1: yeah, (laughs) that's definitely something you have to get over when you're in the business that you're in for sure. So tell us a little bit about, I know you've gotten into the health industry yourself and some of the things, like, what do you talk about with your teams? I know you have different teams that you work with, but um, I think dropping excuses just actually plays into so many aspects of our life, not just fitness, but even just the ability to get up in the morning, you know, and do the day-to-day. So kind of talk to me about what you usually do in your own life and with your teams that helps you to get past these excuses that we might have in life to living our best life in so many areas.
0: Yeah. Um, I truly believe it is everything in every aspect of life so much. I mean, it's definitely easy to point out the correlation between excuses and fitness. It's like a little more obvious because you can see when people have made excuses because you can see fitness on people. Like it's, you know, usually pretty visible. I mean, people can be heavy and healthy to a point, but for the most part, you know, there is some outward evidence. But um, yeah, I think that there's different types of excuses that people give themselves. And sometimes it's almost like if your tribe is saying the same sorts of things, you just kind of go with what the tribe's saying. Like right now, the excuse that a lot of like potential customers or whatever would say in August, is like, oh, all start when the kids go back to school. So it's like a time frame excuse. Like this yeah. isn't a good time because XYZ. And so then September rolls around and they're like, "Oh, you know, my kid wants this really cool costume and I'm going to be getting it ready for the the dress up at the end of October. So I really got to put some time into that. I, I got to find all the fabric and s- get that all put together and and so oh, and I'm going to be going out for Halloween. And, and so I'll, I'll start after that. And like, oh, it's almost Thanksgiving. And so, you know, our whole family gets together and we're, we're going to be eating. Why even start now if if I'm going to be doing Thanksgiving? And so it just, oh, there's always a time frame excuse for pretty much everything related to fitness because there's always a holiday. There's mm-hmm. always something that we have to attend to. The only time that it's like all in, everybody's like, no, we're going to get fit is January 1st. Like that's the only day we all agree that that's a good day to get fit, <laughs> and you in see America.
1: that big difference at the gym, right? You yeah. go to the gym, and all of a sudden there's not any room for any type of workout. Yeah. And then yeah. a couple of weeks in is when everybody starts to fall off, and they wait for school to start again. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I think the time frame thing is like. Dropping that is a matter of saying my life is right now. I don't even know if a bus is going to hit me between now and when school starts. So I'm not waiting. I don't know if I'm going to have two legs by the time Thanksgiving gets here. So I'm going to use the legs I have and go for a swim today and go for a bike ride. Like you don't know. So I think the time frame one is one where when you magnify it, like I did and be silly about it, you see how silly it is. Like you yeah. can really see like, that's ridiculous. Whether it's like, I'm gonna start my business when I'm gonna get more serious about, you know, my nutrition when I'm gonna get more serious about um, being centered in my meditation, you know, whatever it is, whatever awesome thing in life that you're putting off and not doing right now, today. It, the time frame one, I think, if you just step back it's hilarious. It really makes absolutely <laughs> no sense, but it's contagious. People do it all the time like, "Oh yeah, we'll all start after, you know, kids go back to school." So there's that one. Um I jotted some things down so we couldn't forget this important stuff. Um kids I think moms use their children as an excuse to be unhealthy all the time. Well, I buy all this garbage for my kids so the garbage is in the house so I eat the garbage. I'm like, well then either stop buying the garbage because you don't want your kids to be garbage guts or realize that they're burning calories at a much higher rate than you and it's not working for you and you're not being a good example to your kids of self-control. And so things like that, as far as if it's nutrition oriented, but it can be kids for, you know, starting your next podcast or starting your business too. Cause it's like, you know, if you signed up to have kids, that's not a 24 hour a day job. Like there are moments, even if it's just five minutes here and there, there are moments to yourself. And if you prioritize those things that are near and dear to your heart and weave them in, you'll find there's little pockets of time to make anything happen. And and that you can become that centered person that's calm and has time for their fitness, time for the meaningful friendships and relationships they want, and you can work it in. So I think a big excuse is we, use other people and specifically kids is probably top of that. It could also be spouse fill in the blank. Like, well, I'd eat better, but my spouse keeps bringing home alcohol or I'd eat better, but my spouse keeps, you know, bringing home fast food or whatever. It's like, they're not standing over you, prying (laughs) your job open and throwing. (laughs) If they are, then
1: we have other issues that we need. to Right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So it's totally okay to have different life than the people around us. Our life shouldn't be so, overlapped. Like that's really one extreme end of the pendulum to have your life so overlapped that you have to eat all the exact same things. It's, it's totally not necessary. And, you know, it's also fine to find things that you can eat that you both enjoy together. You know, like we both enjoy eggs and chicken and, you know, lots of things that, that we enjoy together. So I think yeah, that's a big we one. We
1: started that in my family. I mean, part of the one of the biggest things that I wanted out of my whole journey was just to be a better example for my family and for my kids, because I always stayed pretty fit myself. But I never I because I grew up in a home where I had a lot of talk about diets. I for some reason in my head, I equated it to being something negative that was happening in my life. Right. And so I never wanted to push that on my kids. I never wanted to have that a constant topic in my home. But I realized over the years that it almost was a non existent topic in my home. And I got to a point where I was like, you know, I got to be a better example for my kids. And I want to show them because. I don't have very many years before my kids are out of the house and they got to do this on their own. And if I don't give them the blueprint to be able to do it on their own, then they're going to just be another adult out there who's never figured out how to do a workout plan or a nutritional plan, you know, and, and diets or nutritional plans don't mean that you have to sacrifice everything in your life. It's just living better every single day and getting to the level that, You can freely live your life and how amazing that feeling is when you can be that example for your kids and you see them incorporate it into their own lives. It is the most amazing thing that I've been able to experience through this whole journey so far. And it's about having that structure, you know, because we do need to teach our kids because where else are they learning it? They're going to learn it on TikTok or like all those other places that may have bad information, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would say most of the families that I meet this, you know, obviously there's exceptions, but the woman is often the gatekeeper of the nutrition that comes into the home. And so, you know, the more we educate ourselves about macros, what's the difference between a carb and protein and fats and healthy fats and what are unhealthy fats and learning these things because all the information is out there. There's no lack of information, but you know, deciding that, hey, I didn't learn everything I needed to learn in, in government school. I need to learn this and I need to get better at it because, you know, the lies that were being fed by the corporations that want us to buy, you know, their next sugar filled, whatever, it's not working and it's really dangerous. So you're right. I think, um, that was a big thing for me too, is I, I loved that I could learn even just slight little hacks here and there of moving towards, um, healthier things for my family. So um, the, the next excuse I want to talk about is money. So this one I find to be hilarious because we, as most Americans, we will find money for the strangest things. But then something that we say is super important for us We can't find money for it oh no there's no money there's no money i don't have enough money and so i'm going to tell you some of the strange things we find money for sometimes people find money for lighting things on fire like fireworks (laughs) like sometimes hundreds of dollars
1: yeah
0: (laughs) you're lighting things on fire like oh my goodness
1: I always Um, tell people that they're literally going out and throwing $100 bills on the ground and lighting those on fire. Exactly. I'm not a fire. I love fireworks. and I love to be around somebody else buying them, but I don't like to buy them myself. Yeah.
0: And I mean, we buy a few here and there, but it's like, I also have money for nutrition. So like, it's all in check. Like, I'm not over here saying I don't have money and then lighting it on fire. So and then, you know, smoking is another place that people light money on fire and burn it up. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, all sorts of strange, non-beneficial habits. Alcohol is extremely expensive and most people find money for that. Mm -hmm. Um, They won't plan their trips around the city in a way that is efficient for their gas and they'll spend more than they need to on fuel. Maybe not as much now. Maybe people are being forced to be efficient, but I've seen people like make trips that they could have all tied into one trip if they would have just waited like a half an hour. They could have, you know. So I think being inefficient with our money, actually wasting our money, and then just not being honest with ourselves is a big excuse. So um, when I work with people that have money excuses, I will help dig in like, well, how much do you spend a week on pop? How much do you spend a week at the gas station if you're just running in for snacks? How much do you spend the, a week? on really expensive sugary dessert coffees, because they're not coffee anymore when you've poured that much sugar and cream, in it. <laughs> right. it's dessert. And so, and it's also not helping your health goals. And so, like just helping people be honest with where is the money going, that is wasteful. And for some people it's not, some people drink water, they don't smoke, they don't buy fireworks, they're, they literally are living within their means and their means are really low, and yet, they'll still say, oh, well, I don't have money when, and now I'm gonna give you some fun things. There's ways to work out for free, I promise. You don't have to have a gym. If you have ever bought a gallon of milk, that has a handle and you can put any amount of weight in that gallon jug. And depending on how far it is from your body, it's gonna be heavier and heavier for the, the lever and the pressure. Um, you can have half gallon ones, you could have gallon ones, you could put sand, you could put water. Like There are ways to jump rope. There's ways to go for a run. If you have shoes, you can walk outside. If you have a floor, you can do push-ups and body weight training. So whenever I'm working with somebody and they give me the money excuse, I will help them go through some of the other things if they're wanting to get a gym membership because I do think that, you know, like group fitness is something that's super helpful for me and it might be a good idea for some people. But even if you can't afford that, if you have a floor, you can work out. (laughs) <laughs> like, do you I have a floor? That. I ask people that like kind of like a little, not snarky snarky, but like, oh, do you guys have a floor at your house? And they're like, yeah. And they were like <laughs> wondering where I'm going with this. And I'm like, well, you can do push-ups, Even if you can only do them on your knees and do half a one at first, pretty soon you can do two. And then the next day you can do three. And so I just think dropping the excuses is so important that we, whatever we have this preconceived notion of this perfect oh, workout, It doesn't have to be that. That's just something that's you put a construct in your mind, but it's not reality. The reality is there's a lot of ways to move our body. You can buy a pretty cheap bungee cord and stretch. I think they're at the dollar store even and do some stretches with the bungee cord and resistance training. Like there's almost a way to build for next to nothing, any stressor for any muscle group that you're wanting to put under stress to build. 'Cause that's what it comes down to is that you you work a muscle to the point that it rips a little so it grows back stronger. That's all working out is. And so I just think that it's hilarious when people tell me the money thing because I'm like, no, give me a break. Like, <laughs> you got a floor, you can do a push-up. You got a floor, you can learn to do a plank. Yeah. You, you've got a floor, you can, you know, do some other body weight training things. And I get it, some people have injuries and you know, that's a whole nother thing. And my gigantic overwhelming thing is if the top half of your body is injured, at least work the lower half. If the left's injured, work the right. If the legs are injured, work the arms, like something. My friend is in a wheelchair and he did lose the ability to use from his legs down. He still swims. He still wheels himself into the pool, gets himself into the pool and swims with no legs. So if my friend who has no legs can swim I just believe everyone can work out somehow. So yeah, um, yeah,
1: and I think too, just finding something that you enjoy doing, and that that can be simple. You know, even if it's like taking your dogs for walks. You know, like that's something yeah. simple that you can do, and your dogs are getting something out of it too. Instead of sitting at home with you watching TV, you know, they're yeah. just little habit changes that. Really don't need to cost anything. So I love that you bring that up because I did a lot of my workouts um, when I was a young mom, just doing them at home because I didn't have a gym to go to, you know, where my kids were way too young to go to the daycare at the gym but you kind of have to be creative and it's not as hard as people think. There's so many videos out there that you can even search up and say, what can I do at home to work out? And there's going to be probably thousands of workouts that you can do. It's our, our world, world is so much at our fingertips. It's so easy it to be able to do that. Yeah. Kind of and
0: even just some yoga, like the, the strength training and, and the mindfulness that comes with just getting into that a little bit. has been huge for me. I've, always kind of been like, oh, that's for somebody else for a long time. And just really within probably the last five years, I started to really embrace it. And oh my goodness, it's amazing. Like you never get to the end of how how much strength and flexibility and balance that you can acquire through that. And then um, the other, like to kind of shift the conversation slightly, like, so almost everyone I know They want a higher level of fitness, which we've talked quite a bit about, but they also want to travel. And so what I say with the excuses on that is it's pretty similar. It's like, where's your money going now? If you could picture that place that you really want to go, like we talked about Hawaii, a lot of people want to go there and they've never been. And it's like, well, if you buy a plane ticket, you'll figure the rest out. Like, you know, you'll figure it out. Like almost every island has like a Walmart, you could buy a tent and camp or something like there's probably a way that's more affordable than you think. It doesn't have to be this two or three or four or $5,000 vacation to have fun because it's about being present. And if you've never been to the islands, um, it's about 80 degrees, like 24, seven, like always, like, it's just Mm -hmm. always about 80. So you never are going to be too cold to camp. You're never going to be too hot to camp. Like it's literally paradise. So I, I, I have kind of like carried over a lot of the dropping excuses to other areas of my life. Cause I got to be, I think 30, about 37 or 38. And I still had never been to Hawaii and my brother was there and he's like a decade younger than me. And I was like literally flabbergasted when he answered the phone on his birthday from the backyard of one of our um, family friends that lived down there. And I'm like, what? You're where? I haven't <laughs> been there yet. This is messed up. Like, it, like there was this, I don't know, kind of weird dynamic in my head that, I, I just realized there maybe a little bit of competition, but it's, it wasn't really stemming from that so much. It was more empowerment. Like, wow, if you can figure it out and you got there, then I'm empowered. I can get there. And within a year I had, um, literally like a year on the dot. I told my husband, I'm like, I really want to take the kids there. I just noticed the plane tickets cost the same, whether we go a day a week or the month I'm my own boss. I really want to stay for, um, 29 days, he's like, okay. So we went from January 31st to March 1st. And so we were there the entire month of, mm-hmm. um, of February and then a little bit of January and March. And it, you know, we stayed with a friend, we were, were very fortunate in that, but it was like that empowerment to just drop my excuses because I saw someone else do it. And so I really feel like there's an aspect of like seeing another human go first that can like, give us a new mindset to like, like if they can do it, I can do it. And so yeah. like you, I like to be that example for my friends and family, like, okay, I'm doing this. So if anybody wants to see it, it can happen that you don't have to be, you know, 25 years old to X, Y, Z, you can be 51 and still have a great life and, and make it happen.
1: Yeah, and to realize that it depends on your choices today. Right. Like yeah. you can, I think that's the greatest thing is being able to see somebody and realize that they did it. And then in your own head, head say, okay, I can actually do that too. I just have to do these things to get there. May, my journey there might be a little bit different, but understanding that somebody else made it possible for you to have that mindset change. I think that's huge.
0: And you kind of yeah, did that there, for me. There's a, um, there's a RV park in our city. and And I went there once, gosh, it's probably been 15, 20 years ago. And I'll never forget the little motto that they had on one of the like billboards for the common area where people come to, you know, like shower or whatever. And it said, fill your life with experiences, not excuses. Mm, And That just resonated with my soul because that's who I am. I love experiences. I love seeing new people and meeting new people and you know finding new places and trying new foods and you know going somewhere new and, and experiencing something new and doing whatever the new local thing is to do. So we got a chance to go down to Chichen Itza and um, we were down in the Tulum area of Mexico and we decided to go see Chichen Itza, which is some pyramids and we decided to hire the um, English speaking interpreter to walk around with us and explain it because we wanted to get the full experience as best, instead of just looking at things and guessing what they were, we wanted someone to tell us the stories, right? Mm -hmm. So we got another layer of the experience. Well, right after it, he's like, you guys have to go to the swim hole. And in my mind, when we say swim hole in Idaho, it basically means, an access point to a lake or river where there's just like a hole between the trees that you can, you know, walk down to the beach and you could you can go swimming. Like it, yeah. it just, there's just like, we say swim hole, but there's not actually a hole. It's, it's more like a driveway or something, you know, a sidewalk. Yeah. And, and so he said this word. And so I had that image and I'm like, Steven, you think, I'm like, that sounds kind of fun. I'd like to cool off. And, and he's like, nah, I don't really want to. And and so my husband wasn't really down. And I asked my other, nah, I didn't want And I asked my other, she's like, yeah, that sounds great. And I asked my son, he's like, yeah, that sounds great. So it was like three versus two, right? And so we're, we're like totally on the fence about this swim hole thing. So he describes where to go. And I just kind of insist. I'm like, you guys can stay in the car or whatever. We're going to go in the swim hole. Okay. Like I just made an executive decision, which that's not how I operated most of my marriage. But at, at that moment, I just was like, there's something about this guy's persistency that I really got to see this swim hole. Like yeah. he's, he's making it like a big deal. And he, cause he kept bringing it up and wanted to give me the exact directions. It was a hole in the earth. Like it's a, a, like, we went down these stairs, like, and then you look up and there's the sky. Like it was amazing. Like it's one of the seven wonders of the world type thing. Like it was wow. not at all what I thought it was. <laughs> but it's the fact that I was already like, yeah, we're going to go to the swim hole when I thought it was going to be nothing. My husband was super excited. The other daughter that didn't think it was cool. Like there was these little platforms to jump off of. We did videos like, oh my gosh, if you ever are down by Chichen Itza, go to the swim hole. Like go see the <laughs> cenote. It's spelled C-E-N-O-T-E. But yeah, stuff like that is just magical. Like you'll, you'll never get those chances again for some of those experiences. So just don't let them pass you by. Like, um, we could have made any excuse like, Oh, well, we don't want to get wet. We don't have towels, blah, blah, blah. You know, there were so many excuses, but we got to do the thing. Right. It was awesome.
1: I love it. Even before we moved to Hawaii, we always had excuses as to why we didn't or couldn't do it. Right. And there was just this moment in time where Brandon and I looked at each other and we're like, okay, I'm ready. He's like, okay, I'm ready too, And it's both of us. We just had to be like, okay, no more excuses. You know, we can say, let's wait till the kids are grown. Or we can say, let's wait till we have more money. Or let's wait till we're this age. Because for some reason, a magical age means that you can do something different with your life. Right? Yeah. And so I love that you say that because It happens in so many aspects of our life. And if you keep putting everything off, I mean, it's just like you say, you never know who's going to come home at the end of the night in your family and don't miss out on those experiences. Like my son is going to be senior this year and I'm like freak out mode thinking about how much little time I have left with him to have all these different experiences that I want to experience. And and we can't take life for granted and keep making those excuses because life will stop happening for us if we don't just go out and do those things, if we keep making excuses. So I love that. Yeah,
0: yeah it's so important. I made a little acronym to share about STOP for stopping your excuses. So S mm-hmm. is for search. You need to search your soul for who you really are. And like <laughs> there was this poster and it was like this guy had done this transformation and he's like, you know, I was a greasy dude because I ate greasy food. (laughs) Like, you know, if you don't want to be a big greasy dude, don't eat greasy food. And so like, think about who you are. Are are you that fit person that's inside of you? And, And maybe you have a sleeping bag of butter covering it up right now, but you want to melt that off and you want to get to your healthier you, or maybe you want to travel and see something, or maybe you just want to be more adventurous, but you have to search about who you really are in order to go in the direction of that, and then and then you can start to pursue that, and then T is for think about all the benefits of implementing um, the changes because you you can't assume that something's going to be different if you don't change anything. Like we're we're going to stay stuck if we don't change something. Like change is where the the difference comes, and so implementing the changes are going to give us benefits and and we might not know them all like in that case that I talked about the cenote you know, like we changed our mindset to that we're going to see this swim hole and it was even better than we thought and that's what happened yeah. with becoming a figure competitor like you know getting in shape and meeting people it was even better than i thought and more fun than i thought so think to the best you can about the benefits but just know a lot of times it's even better and then o is for opt in you really got to opt in for the necessary um steps that it's going to take and maybe that does mean hiring a trainer and paying someone to coach you for a while and boss you around like you know we opt in for lots of things we opt in for subscriptions for entertainment we opt in for this we opt we're we're an opt-in culture for the things we want so opt in for your plan like opt-in for like i'm going to you know get what i need to get whether it's some milk jugs for some weights or whatever that looks like but opt in and you'll start to see changes for me Like one of the really valuable investments is hiring a trainer. Like I know that I respond well to that camaraderie and that leadership. And so, you know, I don't know what it is for you, but if you have that mindset that you have to opt in, you'll, you'll get whatever it is invested more. And it could be investing a little more time or investing a little bit more money to go in the direction of your dreams, but it's so valuable. And then P is for prep. I really feel like we don't prep in life enough. Most people just are winging it and they've got themselves so busy trying to do 7,000 things sort of okay. It's like they're spread like a teaspoon of peanut butter on a football field and it's just, nothing's concentrated. And so figure out what you really want and then prepare for that. And so if it's preparing a meal, you know, do food prep and, you know, chop up some veggies, buy a lot of cutting boards. Like the more cutting boards you have, you won't worry if they're dirty because you can use this one for chicken and you can use this one for <laughs> carrots and you can use this one for peas and this one for tomatoes and they're not going to be gross and just throw them on the dishwasher. So some different little things, little hacks for prepping can be setting out your clothes for your workout the night before because you're preparing your mind. You're like, this is the outfit I'm putting on first thing in the morning. I love Even that. if I don't do anything other than put my shoes on, I'm going to put my <laughs> shoes on and that will be the workout because it's you break it down to the, the simplest thing. Um, if you're going swimming, gather your towel and your suit and your goggles and have them together. If you're, um, doing your food, you might need to buy some more food prep containers. Like gallon bags are really good to have tons of those on hand because if you prep a bunch of veggies, you can just throw them in the fridge. If you have leftover chicken, you can just throw it in the fridge. Um, weekly fresh veggies, like make sure you plan a trip to get all that stuff. If you're um, doing salads, there's some amazing zero calorie dressings like the Walden farms. And so just having that mindset to prepare in different areas of your life, whether it's food prep or getting ready for exercise, or, you know, maybe it's a camping trip or an adventure, taking some time to plan ahead, you'll experience the moment like double because you're like, oh, I planned for this and I I prepared what I needed. And, you know, still be flexible. Things can go wrong. You can burn the chicken or whatever. But, you know, (laughs) the more time you put into, like, at least thinking through how you want things to go, it helps with the excuses because, you know. I'll go back through it. So you have searched who you are. You've thought about the benefits you've opted into the plan that you're going to do. And now you're preparing for it. That will help you stop the excuses to actually do the plan and execute. And so I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Cause I was like, I feel like having a little like recipe of, yeah. of how I drop excuses is better than just say, Oh, quit, quit making excuses. Like <laughs> you know, it's, sometimes we need a, like a little recipe to, to follow and to know that life can be, Cherry, life can be different. Life can be beautiful. And you can live in the zip code that you want to live in and breathe the kind of air you want to breathe and, you know, breathe in that life that that's really by design of what you want it to look like. And there's always going to be, you know, obstacles and bends in the road and, you know, things that come up and you can be flexible, but like worrying about all the obstacles that that doesn't get you anywhere. So, you know, you you just have to trust that you're going to know the way around them when you see them. And I feel like that was really what kind of catapulted me from staying at home, fluffy mom, muffin tops, not having any say in where we lived, not having any say in where we vacationed or if we vacationed because we never vacationed, A trip meant going to Walmart, a shopping trip. That was it. (laughs) Like, I didn't do anything for years. And now I'm able to do, you know, whatever I want with my day. And, And it looks really different because of a huge mindset shift that it was like, I was, I was limiting myself, I was my own self limiting factor. And so opening up my mind to like what it can be. I'm like, I would like to be a guest on a podcast.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I love it. I love your recipe. I mean, I think that is something huge that I think a lot of people need, right? Because some people just don't know how to get started. And they're like, and I love how you laid it out in every area, because you can use this acronym for really any aspect of your life, whether it's getting into fitness, whether you're starting a business, whether your relationship is suffering. I mean, this can be used in all those areas and I love it. And for me, it's all about living your best life every day and you have to do that intentionally. And this is definitely a way for people to have that recipe to do it intentionally. And so I really love that. So awesome. I knew you were going to be as great as you have been. You are amazing. And I know that you have been using a product that I want to talk to you about and tell me a little bit about it. I know a lot of you guys out there have been asking me about collagen and Edie knows a lot more about it than I do. So I'm going to let her kind of explain what it is and how she uses it, what it looks like. And um, possibly I think you have a deal or something for people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, collagen comes in a couple forms. Uh, there are people that will market powdered collagens, stay away from those. I can tell you why. Um, and there's also liquid collagens. And so the liquid is much more highly absorbable. You're not wasting your money. You're going to absorb, you know, upwards of 90% of that. Whereas with the powders, it's just not bioavailable for your body. You're really only going to absorb like 20 to 25% of whatever you bought. So even if it's you know 75% off you're still not it still doesn't make sense mathematically when you're not absorbing it. So I kind of want to start there cuz I did use the powders for years and saw a little result, you know, about 25% of the kind of results I'm seeing with the liquid. So it's fantastic. Um this is all my own real hair at 51 which is unbelievable to me cuz I was losing hair so bad. My temples were receding so bad. I was starting like about 4 or 5 years ago to powder with like brown powder right here. Cause I was so self-conscious of how much hair I was losing, which, you know, you, we don't need to be self-conscious about our bodies. That's another issue, obviously. However, when you can take a tablespoon of pudding every day and it fixes something for you, it's awesome. <laughs> and so um, I really believe that collagen is like the glue of our bodies. It's like the building blocks of life. Um, kind of like how protein chains are the building blocks for muscle collagen really helps a lot of other of our body's processes. So you're going to see improved gut health. You're going to see improved, um, hair, nails, skin tone. Like this is all my normal, regular skin. Like I haven't had like thousands of beauty treatments or anything. I literally take a tablespoon. So this is, um, the chocolate modair trim, um collagen. It's a liquid collagen and I can't see if I got it on my yeah, camera yeah. very well. Um, but it's literally like just taking a spoonful of pudding every morning. And um you can do that morning and night, or we also have a, a liquid one that you can switch it out with. Um if you if you want to switch it up. But what has happened for me is when I was first training with um my trainer a couple of years ago leading up to age 50 I was carrying a lot more body fat right before that. And then I did my competitions in 2021. I stepped away for pretty much exactly a year and I just got my pictures done recently again. And I'm at about the same weight that I started with her of, of, you know, the before weight of before I'm starting to sculpt down, but I don't look the same. Like it is amazing how much leaner and the toning that I've gotten. And so it helps reduce cellulite, which I cannot even believe there's a product that actually does that. Cause you know, we've talked about that for 40 years in this country, but this one actually does it. So um, tones, tightens, reduces cellulite. I mean, the, the benefits are amazing. It inhibits fat storage. So there's things in here that actually help your body to inhibit the storage of fat on your body, which, you know, most of us have too much fat, which weighs down our heart, weighs down our legs. It's just harder on everything, it, which leads to heart disease and diabetes and all sorts of other problems. If, if we're carrying too much body fat, um, improves your muscle tone and um, restores youthful skin. So um, I would say that the area around my eyes look... Probably five years younger since I've been on this. So I've been on it right about a year. Um, my lips are fuller and I've never gotten a lip fill. and so it's just it feels good to feel good. And so I would just say if you've been looking for a collagen, I can um, hook you up with a ten dollars off code. I'll We'll drop it in the comments afterwards um, to our site and then we we can help coach you to whatever awesome deals that we have going on if you want to connect with me i i'm really all about people getting the biggest bang for their buck and so um, i know how to lock in free shipping and this and this and that if if you want to do um some more shopping with this because it's there's a bundle and save way to do it and we have clean living stuff for your whole house so that you're not having to have any toxins for to be around your pets or yourself or your children or anything so it's just been a game changer for me to find this company Um, again, the tribe, the people are great and fantastic and have really encouraged me in so many areas and the products are second to none and they're made in Utah, right? By um, (laughs) Cherie. And so it's just really a cool thing to be able to get your hands on something that you're really proud of. And so I've partnered with this company and I do, um, social media based marketing with them. And really it's just been a great supplemental income for me and for my team of people that, Um, you know, wanted to bring in some extra income with something they already had, they already had a phone, they already had social media. So um, it's been all of that. And then it's like the perfect blend of being able to move forward in a space that's really in my wheelhouse, because I love sharing things that I find that work. And so just like if you find, you know, a trainer that you love, you're going to recommend them. Or if you find a restaurant that you love, you're going to recommend it. Or if you find a bottle of shampoo that you love, you're going to recommend it. And so it's really just that I've been able to recommend world-class products to, um, even strangers, but friends and family too, (laughs) and be able to work from home and really, you know, be on my own terms. So yes, thanks for asking about the, um, liquid collagen. It's is remarkable and everything satisfaction guaranteed. So you could try it for a month a whole bottle lasts a whole month. So there's 30 servings and you have no risk. So you could always try it for a month. So if your listeners are wanting to try that, we'll have a link in the comments and um, you'll get $10 off your first order.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, and you guys can also go to my website. I'm going to have everything about ED on there and the code and every way to connect with her if you have any questions on that or even if you just need somebody to ask questions to for a life-changing experience for a mindset change. So I think she's just a great person to be connected with on every level because you seriously motivate me. So this is not my gift I'm giving to all you guys is my friend Edie and how amazing she is. I'm so happy that you came to have a talk with me. This was epic. I loved everything that we talked about. Thank you so much, Edie.
0: Thank you. It was epic for me as well. And all the same things you said right back at you, you really inspired me as well. And um, like I said, this is one of my dreams to just be a guest on podcast. So sweet.
1: Well, you have
0: a great weekend
1: and I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Okay, you guys, I love that you got to meet my friend, Edie. She is an important part of my journey and she is amazing. So please connect with her, especially if you have any questions about the collagen. She knows a lot more about it than I do. If you want to try it out, reach out and just see how it can benefit you. And she'll be able to have a whole lot more information for you on it. So I'll leave all of her contact information with this um, video so that you can connect with her. And... Just start living your best life. You know, let's go over some of the things that she talked about. I mean, just the acronym acronym stop so huge. It's right there. The recipe for you guys to stop making excuses. And that's in any aspect of your life. You guys, this just isn't just about fitness. This is about every part of your life and really living to the fullest every day. And that's what I want for you guys. I love you guys a lot. And I want you guys to really have the blueprint to be able to start living your best life today. And hopefully I can help give that to you. So you guys have an amazing weekend and I will see you later.